Thank you for tuning into the Natural Habitat Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Smoke Pipe. Smoke Pipe is the original wooden cigar. I've been using mine a lot lately. I got this uh, when when they first got on board as a sponsor. He sent me a little care package. I grabbed it. I used it. And I was like, this is actually pretty cool. I had it in my bag for a while. You know, used it here and there. And uh, I, I forgot my forgot my travel pipe recently. I almost said something else. Forgot my travel pipe recently, and uh, I had my smoke pipe in my bag, so I s- smoked with that for a couple days, and then I got I got kind of hooked on it, you know what I mean? And it's really easy to you know clear it out and switch out the bowl piece, and then you have a nice little dabber that you can do, and uh, it's extremely versatile. I finally got a lot of use out of it, and. They are sponsoring our show for a reason. So this is a hemp oil infused white oak pipe that's sealed in a coat of beeswax and finished with a wood bone ceramic bowl. So this is a, this is a design. Oh no. That was my phone ringing. I don't know why my phone is on. Are you serious? I have my phone all the way up. This is episode 400 and something, and I am all the way unprofessional. I have an ad read that somebody, that somebody, you know, somebody paid for this. Somebody sent me all this stuff. Somebody cares about, you know, me promoting their business. I care about promoting this business, and here I am with my fucking phone ringing. So go to smokepipe.com, S-M-O-A-K pipe.com, or you can find them at smokepipe on Instagram and all the social medias, and check out their shit. Order some stuff. Let them know that the Natural Habitat Podcast sent you. Uh, it's a great company. Nice grassroots, um, you know, uh, designed and made in America. These are all things that I should be saying better. But my phone rang in the middle of it and it threw me off. So I'm sorry. But you can make up for my uh, shortcomings by going to smokepipe.com and checking them out. Maybe telling a friend. Uh, we're also brought to you by Tobacco Mart in Paso Robles, California. Now, Tobacco Mart is on Niblick Road, right across the street from Walmart. If you are in the Central Coast, this is hands down the best smoke shop in all of Slow County. They've been hooking us up since the beginning. If you go in there and you say that the Natural Habitat Podcast sent you, you get 30% off all the glass in the store. So you can get a bong. You know, a fucking $300 bong for 200 bucks just from listening to the podcast, which is amazing. So they got a lot of love for us. They have a whole wide range of CBD products that they have in stock now. Uh, I enjoyed some of the gummies yesterday and that was actually my first time, uh, doing any CBD. I had never, you know, I think one time I got some CBD vape. And someone was like, hey, try this out. It's CBD, but it's really good. And you could just put it, you know, uh, put it in like your vape cartridge and go to town. So I did that and it was very, very disgusting and gross. I think it was whatever they had put in the, in the actual vape juice. There was some sort of weird flavoring. And I, I'm not about like the vape life. I don't have a vape mod or anything. I just smoke, you know, CO2 cartridges. So. When you get that that vapor smoke, it's like a whole different thing. And if you're not used to it, then it's very harsh and 
a little off, off pudding. So that's what happened to me. And I was like, Bleh. and that was the only time I was ever given CBD. And all the other times I had to buy it. And I was like, well, why would I buy CBD? It's not psychoactive. I don't need it for the medical purposes, you know, necessarily. I'll just get the weed and get some medical shit from that. But, you know, it's been coming up a lot in discussion on the podcast and just in, in life. So I decided that I would get some of the CBD from our friends at Tobacco Mart in Paso Robles, California. This is still an ad. I forgot. It's an ad story. So I got those gummies and I went ahead and ate the five pack of gummies. You know, it wasn't a lot. 15 milligrams of CBD a piece. And I looked up a chart on, a, you know, dosage based off weight and blah, blah, blah. And it really did, you know, it calmed me down. It helped uh, with like anxiety. It did make me very, very relaxed and sleepy. And I wasn't ready for bed yet, but it wasn't like too overpowering. Like I wasn't, I wasn't yawning, if that makes sense. I was sleepy, but I wasn't yawning. I was just really relaxed. And it was like a whole new thing, man. And there's so many benefits of it. And it's amazing that you could just buy this in the stores now. So if you are going to buy it in the store, buy it at that store. Let them know that the podcast sent you and you'll save some money. So um, shout out to them. Shout out to Smoke Pipe and shout out to you for listening today. Uh, I'm not really sure what we're talking about because this is a rare occasion where I record the ads before we record the podcast. So this is new to me. It's new to you. Let's do it. I don't drink soda. All right, everybody ready? Ready. I'm going to need a verbal yes. Yes. Bill. S- Yes. Bill, you ready? Bill, tell me you're ready. Tell me that you're ready. Bill. (laughs) I'll sing love songs all day. What are you doing clicking? What was that? Was that your phone? Yeah. My phone's playing ads. What is happening? Kleenex. Can we do a show here, Kleenex, guys? Kleenex is trying to sponsor the show, guys. Except they're not—they're not paying us. <laughs> but they Time. want us to know that new Kleenex wet wet wipes uh, are, are thicker, Stop. softer, and they have no harsh chemicals, Stop. and they're perfect for people who like to get their green thumbs dirty. Bill, put your butt away. Stop it. Stop wiping your. Made for your hands or your face. Use Did you your know that? voice, Bill. Will you talk, Ty? Will you stop talking? <laughs> Let's do the show. Turn your phone off. Why is there a Kleenex, Kleenex wet naps still? are made for doers, not oh not talkers. No, now Bill's pretending to talk because I could hear your chair squeaking. I heard your chair squeak when you got up, and now he's moving his mouth like words aren't coming out. Now I heard him shush me. Did he just shush me? <laughs> is there a website or a promo code for Kleenex? <laughs> no. You, you find them in any store that carries butt wipes. Holy shit. Okay. Today. <coughs> Today is Independence Day. You guys ready? 
You guys ready to start this up? I have some nice classic American song. Uh, this is an old school uh, Independence Day song. I was going to sing My Country, Tis of Thee. You could do that too. All right. All right. So I'm going to play this and you could kind of change the structure of the song and sing it along to this. This is by David Arnold, an Independence Day classic. It's entitled Area 51, front slash the big tamale, front slash formaldehyde freak show. So track 14 on America, the album. Now Ty is going to serenade us with a song. Everyone enjoy. Please smoke along. My country, tis of the sweet land of all right, liberty. All right, that was a bad idea. <laughs> you just stop. You just stop singing. I don't. I, I don't know if we have the rights to that. That's public domain, buddy. That's an American songbook staple. Okay, well maybe I just don't want to hear you sing it. <laughs> Whatever. Eh? What, what kind of patriot are you? Huh? Go back to Canada. Dickhead. I, you know what? Just because part of my family is French Canadian doesn't mean that I came from there. Okay? racist. You're doing racist things right now. <laughs> it's a racist accent. The French are one of the last races that are fair game. Yeah, that is true. Or nationalities, I should say. They're not a race. What'd you say, Bill? See, he's doing it too. Racist. Even though that sounds like that might be actual French. It is. Kind of I said Zuckery Blue. I'm sure that's something. Zuckerberg Blue. <laughs> is that a new like shade of blue, like Royal Blue, Dodger Blue, Zuckerberg Blue? That's gross. Well, um, speaking of uh, gross, we are here to celebrate our our independence from Britain. Correct. Uh, yeah. Is that where we came from? Y- yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, do, I actually do you know. Do you know who else is celebrating today? <coughs> Who? The Philippines. The Philippines? Wait, is there yes. is there Independence Day on the same day as ours? Yeah, do you know who their independence is from? From us. Yeah! And was it the same day... What? Wait, hold on. It was July 4th of what year? Uh, 70-something, I want to say. So it wasn't the same time that we declared our independence? Or was it the same time that we declared our independence? No, I think it was I think more Ty, of him being... Ty like, has the whole I think, story. Yeah, I think it's more of so him being gonna, like, hey, fuck you guys. We're you enjoy, your, enjoy that, day. Philippines. Enjoy your independence from us. Independence from America. Independence from greatness. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've actually... Filipinos are from the Philippines, right? I, I guess. Is that... Would that be safe to assume? Probably, yeah. I've met a lot of Filipinos and a lot of Filipino families that, you know, ended up Seems like coming back to America after they gained their independence. <laughs> I wonder Which, why that is. You don't see me moving to Great Britain. No, you don't see me moving to the Philippines. You don't see me shacking up with King Henry. Is that his name? Nope. <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Uh... <coughs> no. King George. We'll, we'll, get, it, we'll get into that. Yeah. Is it King George? Wait, no, Prince William. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one that yeah. tried to hold us down. But um. It is a big, uh, it's a big time right now, uh, if you live, if you live in the United States of America or the Philippines, I guess, uh, because it's a celebration time. Summer just started. We're talking barbecues. We're talking brats. We're talking beers. We're talking babes. We're talking bikinis. We're talking bikinis. We're talking Bacardi. We're talking, we're talking bulldogs on skateboards. We're talking bong loads, blunts. We're talking, uh, beating down sunrays. 
on your head. We're talking. We're talking big city nights. We're talking bloods. So whoop. We're talking beluga whale spotting. <laughs> We're talking Bob Dylan coming out of every speaker of every car. We're talking Broncos, Ford Broncos. Like the We're one that OJ drove. Meth in the middle of New Mexico deserts. It didn't start with a B, Bill. That's the whole fucking bit. The whole bit is that it starts with a B. We're talking Belushi. Dead one. <laughs> Bill killed the bit. It's still a B, though. Bill killed it. We're talking Bill. We're talking, talking America. There it is. America. Best friends in America. Uh, what was I doing? What was I I'm even saying? Fucking American. What was I saying? Oh yeah, it's a time of celebration. Okay. <laughs> I'm still uh, trying dude, to set up this episode. I want I want to hear Real American Hero. Oh, you want to hear he could never say the name of the song. True American <laughs> Hero. Just Real American. True American. The whole Kogan music. It's just called Real American. <laughs> you want to hear me sing it? Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear me sing? It? <laughs> Here. <laughs> I'm gonna play it so I can sing along. <laughs> I'll just hit the high harmonies. This is our uh this is our diving into Pachinki song was for a while. You know what? This song gives me so much inspiration. I it, mean it it was the theme song for one of the most incredible, spectacular wrestlers of all time. It, and also, quite racist. We yeah, I was going to say, no one racist, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Ty and I had a discussion about racism this morning, and this fits in perfectly. But the music's still cool. The music is great. The music holds up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'd say this is probably the number one most patriotic song in the world. Even more so than formaldehyde yep. body bag or whatever I said before. Because it lets a motherfucker know, yeah, that, this, hey, America, super like, America. you cross us, we're coming for you. You you heard our friends, we're coming for you. Mm-hmm. We're not going to back down. That's right. There's another one. Barbecues, brats, beers, not backing down. America. So, uh... <laughs> The pictures, this is just the screenshot that I posited on is a picture of Hulk Hogan by the pool, extremely tan in a yellow Speedo and a big Raiden hat. When I think of America, I think of like Hulk Hogan, like in his matches, when the, the bad guy would be like trying to punch him and like he would just stop, stop getting hurt and like, like start puffing his cheeks and like he'd stick his finger out and like wave his finger at him. Just be like, no. Wasn't it? No, you're not going to hurt me anymore. Wasn't it Hulk Hogan that would do the thing where he was like down and then every time that somebody would hit him, he would like rise up a little yeah. bit more? Yeah, he would like start shaking and, and he then, would get, yeah. And, and then, then like, hit him and then he'd come up to and, one foot. And then eventually, and then eventually he would do what I just said. He'd start puffing his cheeks yeah. and he'd stick. Like, no, <laughs> your, your, your tactics aren't working anymore. I've got the power of America. Punches and kicks? Mm-mm, not on this guy. Not right now. Maybe earlier and maybe later, but not yeah. right now. <laughs> I happen like, to be impervious. It was like Mario when he had the star. He was like temporarily invincible. <laughs> impervious to all punishment. Hell yeah. And I think it had something to do with the song. I think it's a time release. So I think in probably about eight minutes, we're all going to have that because we listen to the song. So 
Eight minutes from now, we'll all start. Yeah, just we haven't. Each other. We haven't. Like, yeah, I was gonna say we haven't done the the research or anything, but we can only assume that if you were to <laughs> go out and fight someone shortly after listening to Real Americans, mm-hmm. that you would have a temporary advantage. Maybe not invincibility, but I think you definitely would have an advantage. Yeah, absolutely. It just gets a you sense out. of awareness, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel American. Makes you feel privileged. And it really just makes you feel like you can kick the shit out of anybody. I'm at USA. 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 Am I really the only one chanting USA on Independence Day? You know, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, like, I would, like, change the words to popular songs to, like, suit my personal narrative. Do you think that kids from other countries, like, change the words to real American to, like, like, I am a real Irishman. <laughs> for I, sure, for I sure so, that yeah. happened, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure that happened. No, I think everybody dreams that they're American. I think that everybody sings it. True. They close their eyes, True. much like, you know, the white kids that like to sing, you know, Kendrick Lamar really loud and pretend that they're, you know, a right. lot less white than they are. That's what that is. And they're just over there like, oh... I can't wait until I'm American. It's going to happen. Everybody loves America. And I can see why. We're independent. It's like a strong, independent woman. Yeah. You can't help but want to hit it. Right. You're like, I'm going to meet someone. Like strong woman? Say what? Strong woman? Strong woman, yeah. Like from the strongman competition, but a strong woman. So no, she's, I was thinking about like South Park. She's big. Oh, yeah. Miss, Miss Strong Woman. Mm-hmm. What was her first name? Strong. Was it? All right, I'll give you points for strong. If we're playing, yeah, her, her name her name was Strong. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you at midnight style points for strong. Something going on? There's some sort of rat-a-tat tapping. I hear that, right? He's got some weird scratch in his butt, and, and I mean, Ty, maybe you need to go to the bathroom and Lemmy Wings. <laughs> it does sound like a little bit of Lemmy Wings happening over here. There's like a. It's the heartbeat of America. That's right. <laughs> the heartbeat of America. The tingy, distant, off-rhythm heartbeat of America. Uh, you know, we are a very young country. When you think about it, we're we're brand new, and we have a reality star as our president. We don't need to get into that, really. But I mean, <laughs> uh. So, the end could be any day, really. Hey, we we took away all of North Korea's weaponry and basically made the world a safer place. So we have that to be, you know, thankful for. This time well, yeah, last year, a place everybody thought we, oh, we're on, we're on. We put on. it in space. Say what? We took North Korea's weaponry and put it in space. Of course, of course it's a safer planet. Now. Exactly. This time last year, everybody said, oh, we're on the brink of World War III. Well, now we're on the brink of, of Space War One. Yes. <laughs> space War One, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Well, Meryl, is it really Space War One until there's a Space War Two? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was World War One. Yeah, World they, War One. They, they called were calling this it World War One because they're like, we're no, gonna no, they, win, they, and then they they we're gonna do this again. War until World War Two happened. Nope, they called it World War One while they were fighting it. They were like, man, can you believe we're in World War One? <laughs> 
and that this is the first of a long string of wars that are going to happen in the future? Yeah, they're like, right, let's make this an annual thing, guys. <laughs> you know, the the advanced sales are, are through the roof. Um, <laughs> we got literally everybody involved. It's the new Olympics. We've, ar- we've already broken even, so let's just go ahead and put a deposit down for next year. Uh-huh. Where it is, we got Kid Rock. He's down. He's going to come through. So, uh... I have, um, I, I have some unknown facts about Independence Day. And then Ty also has the story of Independence Day. The story of America. But before we get into that, um, I have a speech that I want to play. This is probably one of the most famous, uh, you know, American speeches ever that you'll ever hear. And this always resonated with me. It's what I think of. And, uh, I mean, I'm getting a little emotional just knowing it's about to play. Mm-hmm. I know, man. I know. So, you know, we'll try to we'll try to keep it together. We'll try to just you know hang out, smoke a little bit, watch this, uh, or listen to it rather, and just uh, maybe we could uh, we could feel what we're saying. So, if you are out there listening in America, the United States of America, that is, then you can relate to this. And if you're not, then hopefully you can. Uh, you can imagine what it would be like to live in such a, you know, prosperous and patriotic country. Does South America celebrate 4th of July? You no. will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution. But from annihilation. And should we win the day... The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night, we will not vanish without a fight, we're going to live on, we're going to survive, today we celebrate Will Smith. So, it turns out that Will Smith didn't make a rap song for Independence Day, the movie. But this is obviously the next best thing. Holy shit. You know what I saw the other day? Uh, Poetic Justice. Do you guys remember that movie? With Tupac? With Tupac, yeah. yeah. I, was, uh, I was at my cousin's house, and I walk in, and I see Tupac on the TV, and... Uh, and I forget the chick's name that was in it. Was that the one with Janet Jackson? Was it Janet Jackson? I think Janet Jackson might have been in it. I think Let's that might have been the one he did with Janet Jackson. It's been a long time, but but uh, I like I totally forgot about that movie, and I totally forgot that uh, that Tupac was like an actor. Yeah, Janet Jackson was in it. Ooh, point for, for Ty. And Regina King. Maya Angelou. <laughs> My phone just randomly makes noises. Wait. <laughs> I'm sure. Salsa music. I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do with what you're doing on it. 
<laughs> you playing fucking salsa dancing apps again? Apps, game app. It's really just a training. Salsa, salsa, salsa dancing, dancing training. game app. Mm-hmm. It's a game, that, it's an app that's set up like a game, so that way it's fun. No, it, really it's actually it. nothing to do with salsa dancing. Completely unrelated, just happens to have that name. No, oh, shit. Well, sorry I brought it up. Uh, Will Smith. Tupac. American Pete. Well, American Tupac, I, mean, I, pre- I prefer I prefer living heroes to to dead ones. You know, I mean, I'm just saying. You know, you, 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 when when compared, you know, you've got you've got a living hero still being a hero, and you've got a, a hero shot dead in like 1996, 97. Like, mm-hmm. who who do you prefer? And how many movies did Tupac I mean, really do? Exactly, exactly. Like let's like let's really think about that for who's a second. Who's Tupac? Is Will Smith still a hero? Is who still a hero? Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. I mean, American in the nineties and the two thousands, yeah. But like, is he still a hero? Uh, yeah. Yes. I'm gonna say yeah. He's he's molding a new generation of. He has some sort of uh trans. There's a threshold, and once you reach, I thought, it, I thought he was just like Uncle Phil now. No, no, he's no James Avery, but there's a threshold, and once you reach a certain a certain threshold, you've you know hit a tier where you can no longer. It's like a new it's like a new floor, and and you can no longer drop below that new floor down to James Harry, Avery territory, Uncle Phil territory. So he's you know he's permanently reached a certain a certain status, a certain tier. Yeah. I would I would agree with that, and he, he kind of no matter how much he dips in his personal life, his his hero status will never fall below that. Now tier. he's probably not rising any. No, he's probably back down at his floor for that tier. But he does have uh, his wife. She uh, is doing things. She is a very talented actress. Does something else. I'm not sure what it is. He has his children. His children. They're uh, transcendentals and. They're uh, very, very progressive. Yeah, wait, you hear, if you listen to, like, interviews with them, they fucking, they sound, they sound all, like, philosophical. They're, like, weird, but, like, weird because their publicist suggested it. Exactly, you know I mean? yeah. yeah. It's like they're reading a script, like they're, like, like they're saying a thing that's, like, a really philosophical and crazy idea. Yeah, it's like. But it's like they don't have any passion behind it. They don't actually think like it. It's like choreographed spontaneity. Yeah, exactly. It's so which weird. It, which almost is like a paradox itself, but... It's the weirdest thing to fucking listen very to. Very un-American, those children. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know about his hero status now. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, maybe. Nice. You make me question it, and now that I look this up, I see that Tupac was in a lot more movies than I thought. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten movies that Tupac was in. Just credited on his IMDb. Just when he Shit, typed in his I didn't name. even know he was in a movie. See, I, I thought he was in like two, and I was like, I, "I've never been a Tupac fan." I've never been a I Tupac think fan. I think either. that's the first time I've ever looked to clear it, but never really listened to his music. Like, don't know what the hype's about. Well, wait, because I now I'm not the only one. Because <laughs> I fucking piss people off all the time when I say that, but I mean, I never got into Tupac. Yeah, I like Tupac. I mean. Huh. He, uh... Yeah. Holy shit. 
I was it said that he had eighty nine film credits, but that was for a soundtrack. Yeah, dude, I'm like, no, he didn't live that long. Sixteen film credits as an actor, which is pretty good. Yeah, but how many of those are speaking roles? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. How many movies have you been in, speaking or non speaking? Zero? For, I'm going to say zero. For the longest time, I thought that I was an extra or like a background person when I was a little kid in My Blue Heaven, which they, they shot in San Luis Obispo and um, Paso Robles. Uh-huh. And I, I watched it, and I'm nowhere in there <laughs> could I find myself. Like, I thought I was at a grocery store. There's a grocery store scene that they shot in San Luis, and maybe I was just there present when they were shooting it and like I remembered it completely wrong <laughs> but like for like the longest time I told the story is like yeah I was in my blue heaven <laughs> they shot this year Steve Martin was in it and so was I you could find me in the grocery store scene and I know oh, that, that, that would have been amazing if I could have made that actual claim like that I was really in a movie with Steve Martin Dude. oh man <sighs> yeah that would have been good I guess I could have just you know like stuck to it and hoped that nobody <laughs> nobody researched it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, people look vastly different when they're kids, so sometimes you can't tell. But, uh, yeah, we were getting into, we were getting into Tupac and Will Smith. So, I, I wouldn't, now I'm not sure who my hero would be out of Tupac. Neither and of Will these Smith. are American heroes, and I don't know why we're wasting so much valuable. Well, <laughs> time here on Fourth of July for, on these, you know, you know who a real American patriot is. Oh, this is. So this is we we didn't plan on talking about this, but like I was racking my brain trying to think of. I had this amazing topic. So um, it turns out, and like I don't know how we didn't know about this already and talk about it when we talked about Steven Seagal. But it turns out um, Steven Seagal is to um, Vladimir Putin what Dennis Rodman is to Kim Jong-un. What? And Steven Seagal, it, since 2016, has Russian citizenship and is like, like holds like a government position in Russia and is like a personal close advisor to, to Vladimir Putin and is like, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Crazy, huh? That's insane. And like you can go, um, you can like look at like interviews and like he's just like out like doing like media, like almost like public relations for Russia and just talking about like, like all like denying like their, their public, their, their, um, human rights violations and just basically being a, a face for their government. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Steven Seagal, Russia fight. <laughs> That's crazy. That's uh, pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. So. Wow. That's insane, dude. Yeah, this is, uh, this is from Russia today. <laughs> Steven Seagal fight. Fucking Steven Seagal, um, abandoning America. Mm -hmm. That's not American. Joining up with our rival. That's not truly patriotic. Not at all. Mm -mm. But, I mean, Steven Seagal, I always have my questions about him. I think that we need a new real American, or a true real American hero, as Bill would say. <laughs> and and we need someone that this theme song could be for, because it's obviously not disgraced wrestler Hulk Hogan anymore. 
It's like you, could it be Terry it's Crews. Like, it's like, look, some people say things that are taken out of context and stuff like that, but I, I think we could all agree that that didn't happen with Hulk Hogan. The shit that he said was horrible. Like, could, could it be Terry Crews? Terry Crews actually isn't that bad. He's you know, a sweetheart. Everybody, um, I think I mean, he maybe just he, uh, oversaturated for a while, but but you know how could you forget about Chuck Norris? Mm, yeah, very you know, true. Like Chuck Norris, he, he got almost too too normy for a while. But uh, is he still alive? That's what absolutely I'm Chuck at. Norris <laughs> is still alive. The f- He's seventy eight years old, dude. Seventy eight years young. Yeah, friend. you're right. 78 years. And I guarantee Chuck Norris would still beat the piss out of any one of us. Yeah, I meant to, I meant to say that right now we're living in the year 78 after Chuck Norris. ACN is the new I, thing. Uh, I would beat the shit out of that old piece of crap. No, I, I believe, I no. thoroughly believe that Chuck Just Norris saying. would still murder you. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, nah. any of us. I think if all three of us tried to attack him at the same time, we might be able to get I'm going to pull up a picture of him. I bet he's a spry 78. <laughs> my ass, dude. He's old, I bet he's old, a Jack LaLanne-looking motherfucker. <laughs> he Not a gray hair on this motherfucker. He is. He has orange hair still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, look at this motherfucker. He's, he's, I look younger than this, or I look older than this dude. So, uh, he's right now, he's in the news for telling parents to fight progressive indoctrination and have their children attend Christian colleges and not Catholic colleges, which is like... Can't just go to a fucking college that doesn't have a bunch of religion in it. Why don't you stick to machine guns and roundhouse kicks, Chuck Norris, and yeah. leave the politics to the to the mayoral candidates? Stay the fuck out of it. Uh, holy shit! Did you see a picture of him? Yeah, like he looks. Did you look him up, Bill? Yeah, Stop. I'm looking. I still whoop his ass. No, <laughs> nope, never. <laughs> he he didn't he beat up Bruce Lee. Like, wasn't See, that his pic- whole this, deal? This pic- the picture I'm looking at him of is, is via 2015. I can't I think find that picture. He, like, today. beat up Bruce Lee in the 70s. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he he did. beat up Bruce Lee in a movie. <laughs> I think they fought, like... It was like a Rocky Apollo type deal when they, like, fought just for fun at the end of the movie. Oh, man. And then it freeze-framed with them both, like, punching each other. I think that, uh... I think that... I think that that's not what happened. <laughs> I think you're wrong. <laughs> they also might have fought for real. This uh, old Chuck Norris reminds me. It reminded me of this because he was talking about the the schools and the fucking progressive indoctrination and shit. I saw this video. I was scrolling through Facebook the other day because I'm fucking 85 years old, and I saw this video, uh, and it was it was Phil from Duck Dynasty. Uh, discusses organized religion or something like that or talks about church or something like that. And it was, uh, <clears throat> some guy with, you know, disgraced Phil from Duck Dynasty who, you know, yeah. got all angry look, about the homosexuals. Look up TMZ shots of Chuck Norris and tell me I can't whoop his ass. Mm, you know what? I am going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I almost was like, okay, I'll do that later. But I knew that I wouldn't. And I want to see Chuck Norris, TMZ, images. Uh, he looks like someone's lesbian mom. Right. <laughs> but I think he can still kick your ass. Look at him, dude. He still has some muscle mass. He might Those have a stomach and some tits. saggy old man titties. He's got some muscle on his arms. And he also has sunglasses. So it's like you wouldn't be able to see his eyes. He has a poker face. That don't mean shit, How bro. are you going to even hit him with his poker face? I slapped that old man. All right. So this is what happened. I saw this video with Phil from <laughs> Duck Dynasty talking about religion. And I was like, what does this fucking ignorant ass old man have to say? For some reason, I was like, let's hear it. Let's hear this fucking... I like to hear opposing views and hear what, you know, all different sides have to say and uh, try to understand where they're coming from. It's like a good rule instead of just listening to people that agree with me. So I clicked on it and he was talking about uh, he was talking about how, you know, organized religion takes advantage of God and takes advantage of the Bible and how, you know, you work hard and give your money so that they can build a $3 million church. And he was like, you can have church at home. Like it says in the Bible that your body is your temple, so the church is your body. And I was like, okay, well, that's kind of like on the right lines. And he's like, you can have like a community of friends and family that does the same thing that a church does. And he was like, because once you bring materialism into it, it defeats the purpose. And then he straight said, he was like, this book is like a bunch of good stories. Like, it's not a literal thing. God isn't a real thing that's up in the sky. Like, it's just a way to live your life and, you know, directions to follow from people that had, like, a good heart or whatever. And he was like, people take the shit too literal, and it's not. And I was like, he just said there's no God. He said that you shouldn't have to go to church. And it was just a whole bunch of shit that I agreed with. And for the first time in my life, I agree with Phil from Duck Dynasty. Except for camo shorts, of course. We agree with that. So that you was, do or do not agree with the camo shorts? I do. I agree with camo okay. shorts. Yeah. Okay. I was going to be like, why not? Dude, camo shorts are gay. Yeah, I know. I, that's, those are the two things that we agree on. Religion and camo shorts. Everything else, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I can agree with his facial facial yeah, okay. His His beard? His beard yeah. choice? <laughs> why are you wearing camo? You're in the kitchen. I can see you. <laughs> Uh, but it was very surprising. You know what I mean? I wasn't, I, I wasn't really prepared for Phil Roberts or whatever to, to kind of, kind of be, kind of be an American hero. You know what I mean? It's true America. He was like, look, let's all just fucking be nice. All, literally all he said was, let's be nice to each other. And I was like, huh. And then I realized this is probably a big PR campaign because of that thing that he said about gay people. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> They're like, let's try to fucking change your image and fix it up a little bit. So, uh, him and Chuck Norris, they're on that religious shit, you know, bending the rules, breaking the boundaries. Bill Nye's going to get in on it soon. Man, I, I, I don't know how much I, I can take Bill Nye as a true science guy. Yeah, I I, I believe him less and less. Yeah, He becomes less and less credible. I, I watched the first episode of his Netflix show, and I was like, whoa. Dude, okay. I got like 10 minutes into that. Chill, chill but Bill Nye. Uh-huh. Chill, you're, you're, you're fucking it up. You're fucking I, it up, Bill Nye. I think I made it through like the first half of the season. 
And then I kind of like started falling off because he just like, he's just like everybody else and he's pushing an agenda and he's fucking bending facts. And it seems like there's a lot of times when, uh, when he's saying things because mm-hmm. it's, it's the current social, in the current social climate is the thing to say. Yeah. And not necessarily like the scientific thing to say. He's like the bad type of liberal. He's just like, like, just like there's, you know, a lot of really bad conservatives that just kind of, you know, regurgitate everything that they hear Sean Hannity say or whatever, whatever right wing, you know, hate monger is pushing their agenda down their throats on Fox News. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's like the, the polar opposite of that where he's just, you know. Yeah. And it's just too far. Yeah. Way too far. But, uh, he's kind of like, He's kind of like the Anthony Bourdain of scientists, you know what I mean? Like, he's like the bad boy scientist. He's like, I'm not going to do what everybody else does. I'm crazy. I'm going to come in. I'm going to drink. Is he any sort of scientist? Not funny. I don't think he is. I think he's some sort of like a... He's a science guy. He's a science guy. That's very loosely defined. I don't think there's any sort of credentials required. Like, actual science degrees. He has a degree in like, uh, in like aero... Aero technology yeah, or something like that. I'm, he worked at Boeing. I'm pretty that. sure, like, if you have, like, a chemistry set or something and you, you play with it in your spare time, or maybe you, you, like, research, like, frogs, your friends might call you, like, a science guy. I think that would be I don't know, dude. I've been, I've been called Bill, not a science guy. He my has whole a, fucking life. he has a mechanical engineering degree. Uh, I mean, I feel like you would have to do a very minimal amount of science to really be defined as a science guy, Bill. Yeah, a science guy. You know, that's like, I mean, it's, that's it's not an official title. Science, whatever. Science guy. Yeah. Like, science? Like, if I say, if I say I'm a music guy, that doesn't, you know, yeah, I don't have to be the best musician in the world. Beethoven. Yeah, I'm just a music guy, you know what I mean? I'm, a, I'm an ass guy, like, that's, you know, these are all things. So he just likes science. Exactly. 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 <laughs> like there's all kinds of there's all kinds of guys that oh, I love big titties and they, they're with flat chested women. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's Bill Nye. It's a preference. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, if I, if I was gonna know something, you know, know a great deal about something, it would probably be science. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not bad. Uh. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's your Bill the Marvel guy. Because you know a lot about the Marvel Universe, but it doesn't mean that you had anything to do with creating it. Yeah, I'm Ty the Mayor guy. Ty the Mayor guy. <laughs> Absolutely nothing about you know, running any sort of city or government. Or... Alright, well, I have, I have these seven unknown facts about Independence Day that we can go through and, uh, See if they truly are unknown or if it's something like, you know, really dumb. Like I bet you I knew most of them. Probably, right? Yeah. Okay, well, this first one is about our national anthem. And it says, this might baffle you to an extent, but it's true. The national anthem, drafted by Rabi Bahan Tagore, I've never heard that, was to pay homage to King George V. Astonishing, right? I don't know why that would be astonishing. It doesn't, no, that, doesn't no, that, sound sounds, right. that sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Betsy, Betsy Ross wrote the National Anthem. Maybe that's how you say that. Is her name spelled really weird? No. Spelled long? Longer no. than Betsy? No, no. Mm. Just regular, regular old Betsy. All right, how about, here's the second one. Uh, Nehru wasn't elected as the first prime minister. We had a prime minister, I didn't know that. 
Uh, we never had a prime minister. Yes, it was, yes. Is, this says yes. It was not Nehru, but Sardar Vallabhahi no, Patel. No, no. Sardar Patel won the prime ministry these elections are, fair and square, but since Nehru didn't like want Pakistanis. to pay a second in command to anyone. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're and reading also the wrong Gandhi era, had a bro. soft spot for Nehru. You're reading like the. Sardar was pulled. Down. He's reading like the Wikipedia Wait, for like, no, like India or something. This is seven <laughs> unknown facts about uh, seven unknown facts about the Indian independence. You're right. Yep. This is Indian independence. See, you got to understand, we're not the only independent country. Well, not well, Ma- many many other countries have been liberated from from their oppressor at one point or another throughout history. It doesn't mean they have freedom. Well, independence is the same across the board, right? It's a word. It's in a dictionary, and it's like. Separate but equal to the Air Force. So I mean, at the very least, all, all we all facts. we all have the the beloved Will Smith movie. <laughs> yeah. So it's relevant to everybody in the sense that like aliens, you know. I remember it showed like all the different countries banding together. Mm-hmm. They, they were. It was like we were all one. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so gold boom. I think mm-hmm. that. Uh, so that's not that that wasn't accurate. You know, I think that these aren't about um these are not about, not about America. America. But no, you know what? I, I do have the story of America. Um Okay, here wait, hold on. Before you get into that, I do have you know what, we'll abandon these facts even though you know, it's not just us and there are other countries that have interesting stories of independence, I'm sure. But this happened in uh in August it looks like. So maybe we'll come back to Indian Independence Day and celebrate that later. But uh, I do have a couple more facts. One is that, uh, according to producer and co-writer David DeVelle, the U.S. military had agreed to support the film Independence Day by allowing the crew to film on military bases, consulting the actors who have military roles, and etc. But after learning of Area 51 references in the script, they withdrew their support. Oh, shit. How crazy is that? They were like, you know what? Nope. Nope. Z formation snap. Mm-hmm. It's over. Uh, so, I mean, I, f- I figured that this would be good for Independence Day facts. Since, like you said, everybody has this movie. Yes. All countries get to enjoy yes. this movie. So, one quick more one on this. I mean, the movie is set in America and does... You know, show America as the the problem solver, but everybody can enjoy that and see that and remember that America saved the world. Yeah, very true. And everybody but uh, people that live in Lebanon, because this film was banned in Lebanon, because it included scenes where Israeli and Iraqi soldiers joined forces. Yeah, I was going to say that, or I did say that. In the montage where militaries around the world signed onto the U.S. plan to counterattack the alien forces. For the last few That's decades. That's basically what would happen if, if a real alien invasion happened. Uh-huh. Like, you know, all these countries that hate us would be like, oh, save the day, America. Use your, your futuristic weaponry that you've been hoarding to yourselves. Oh, that reminds me. Did you hear about the laser that China Laser made? gun, yeah. Holy shit. I wasn't going to talk Dude. about it because it's our day, but yeah. You're right, we won't bring it up. <laughs> okay, Ty, uh, the time has come. We'll have All to right, bring it yes. up next week, because I, I got, I got some, 
some interesting stuff out of Russia. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, save is that it, for is next it week. Cigar related? It it probably could fucking be. I bet you it is in some way. <laughs> in some way, like you got you, you should read up on it, man. Right? Like he's like he, there's like a deep state, a deep Steven Seagal state going on in Russia. It's crazy shit. It seems like Russia might be under siege, and it makes so much sense. Like Steven Seagal, of course, under Steven Seagal, Jesus siege, siege Gal, siege Gal. There we go. All right. So, anyways, the year was fourteen ninety two. Wait, hold on. The Queen. Okay, I don't know where you're starting, so that could be right. Go ahead. Uh, 1492, Great Britain, or England as they called it, uh, the queen, she yeah. wanted, uh, spices and silks and pelts. Understandable. And gold. So she sent off the conquistadors, uh, led by a fellow named Christopher Columbi, known, uh, commonly as Christopher Columbus. And, oh. she, I think his actual name was Christopher Columbine. No, it was Columbi. Oh, okay. Mate, well, you're the historian. Today. Uh, she sent them off. Uh, she she said, you know what? Conquistadors, you only get three ships. Uh, if I if I liked you a little bit more, I'd give you my whole fleet. You know, this is the Queen of England. She's got, they had a hundred ships. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she said, you're getting three. You're getting the Nino, uh, commonly known as the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Uh and you, you go, you go to the West Indies, and you're gonna retrieve, uh, the silks, the, the pelts, and the spices, right? Like cinnamons, uh, thyme, basil was, uh, was another one. You know, spices, just, uh-huh. you know, they all seem run to the mill to us now, but back in those times, these spices were very rare. Yeah, it's like, I don't want a pelt, but I could see the, I could see the appeal of it. Yeah, yeah, they needed pelts back then. Yeah. Uh, so she sent them off. They headed across the seas. Uh, in 1776, they landed on Plymouth Rock. Uh, or should I say Plymouth Rock landed on them? That's been a big oh. point of contention uh, over the course of the years. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Christopher Columbus, he uh, he made nice with the Indians. Uh, they, they celebrated together. They had a big feast. That's where we got Thanksgiving. Everybody knows that. Yeah. You uh, just made so many, like... No, it's no not it's just, it's just, okay. You can correct me. You can correct me after I finish my story, Bill. All right, just, just okay. Um, they had a big feast. Yeah, they had they had a feast, and then um, the Indians after that, like they they wanted they wanted it back. Like they gave us all this food, and then they wanted it back, and that was not cool. You know what I mean? Like that's where the term Indian giving comes from, whether it's you know. A, Politically correct term to use nowadays or not. That's the origin of it. They wanted that food back. So we went to war with the Indians. Christopher Columbus was killed in battle. Uh, but his, his next in line was a fellow by the name of George Washington. So, uh, after, after we defeated the, the malicious Indians, things were cool. Uh, things were, you know, starting, starting to get, you know, back to normal. But then all of a sudden, uh, the queen sends, <laughs> what are you guys laughing at? 
<laughs> Something else. I remember joking. I mean, this is all for the most part, give or take, you know, like a couple of maybe, you know, points here and there. Like, no, it's right. all accurate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the queen sends over uh, these other ships, and these ships are demanding the pelts and the the spices and all the shit that Columbus had promised. <laughs> and, you know, like George Washington and the the colonists they're like that was Columbus's deal we don't have that shit for you we don't have the you know these <laughs> these taxes that you're you're demanding like what the fuck like what do you want from us and so uh uh Washington he um they they held an election Washington was named president um they got together with like like Benjamin Franklin and all basically all of Washington's buddies his drinking buddies and they they basically formed a parliament and they started talking about, you know what, this isn't fair. We're not gonna, we're not gonna give these pelts. We're not gonna give these spices. We're not gonna give these these silks, right? So they sent, they, they, they cut the throat of the the head messenger that was sent over by the queen, and they say, yeah, you 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 go back to the queen and you give her that <laughs> message. Dead dead man tell no tales. That's where that th- phrase came from. That's the origin of that that phrase. Wow. Dead men tail no tails, yes. So, um, anyways, that that's except, except for the tale that that was told to the queen about how he died, because because they said go t- go s- deliver this message, but also don't tell the tales. No, the tail the, the the slit throat spoke for itself. <coughs> that was the tale that was told. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But okay. anyways, but yeah. He didn't so tell the so tale. um. The queen sends back her whole fleet of a hundred ships, or or there's ninety seven, because because the Nina the Pinta, three, yeah. right, right, mm-hmm. they were removed. So the ninety seven ships, all filled with um, red coats, they've all got red coats. They they come. Um, it was unexpected. So um, this is where we get the the best are coming. Yes, the yes. Are coming. Paul Revere, uh-huh. Paul Revere, a fellow. Um, uh, he was he was just chilling. Uh, he was hanging out by the lake or by the the beach. Um, everybody else was was in bed or whatever, you know, not paying attention. He sees them coming up. They're singing Yankee Doodle Dandy, which actually Yankee Doodle Dandy was a um, a song that they made up to describe the colonists, basically saying like because um uh you know that. They say stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni. A macaroni was the stupid wigs that the British people wore, and they're just basically like saying that that was like their whole thing was like, oh, these these colonists they they just think they can stick a fucking feather in their hat and call it a macaroni. You know what I mean? Like, so they were they're basically saying, oh, you know, you, you dress funny. That was more or less the point of that song. But they they rolled up singing that. So Paul Revere got wind of it, and yeah, he ran through all the towns. Uh, all the colonies, all the states, over the course of three or four days, uh, shouting the British are coming, and that let everybody know it. You know, it's time to grab your arms, grab your guns, and grab your your bayonets, grab your uh, bombs, cannons, bare arms. Yeah, bare arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you go out and you start shooting anybody with the red coat. And, and that was a mistake. It turned out to be a key mistake. You know, you shouldn't have sent everybody in bright red coats because that made it very easy for the colonists to, to, you know, lay low and just defeat you because, you know, they don't have to do any sort of due diligence in identifying their targets. That was a really bad idea, right? So anyways, George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and yes. Benjamin Franklin, uh, 
it was it was actually a you know a tight a tight war. Things were looking kind of bad for the colonists, but Benjamin Franklin. Uh, one night when he was out flying a kite, don't ask me why he was flying a kite in the middle of war times. You'd think he would be strategizing or, you know, trying to boost morale of the troops or whatever. But Benjamin Franklin's out flying a kite and, uh, uh, a lightning bolt strikes it, allowing him to invent electricity, which gave the colonists a key advantage because soon they had, they had, you know, ways to charge their phones. They could, they could, you know, they had lights. They had light bulbs. They had the internet. Thomas, in. yeah, Thomas yeah. Edison starts. You know, you know, he takes that electricity, starts doing his magic. You know, all of a sudden we got phones, we got lights, we got lamps, we got you know all sorts of shit. And the British are basically in the dark, basically in caveman time. So, you know, at the point that we had like the ability to to. You know, charge phones. It was game over. We already won. Yeah, yeah. At that point, it was just a matter of time until we, you know, one by one slaughtered all of the red coats. And at that point, uh, we sent the message back to England, and we haven't heard much from England since. I mean, we still, you know, out of courtesy, because um, you know, a lot of the original colonists had family back in England. We still, you know, like are loosely associated with them in the sense that we haven't gone back over there and annexed them yet. Yeah. But as soon as Trump wants that that fifty second state, fifty third, whatever it would be, or look, look for the United Kingdom to be the next state. And that's the history of America, my friend. Uh, somewhere in there is slavery. You know, that's a very, very dark time. Um, and everybody knows that story. I don't really need to get into that. Yeah, true. Well, beautiful story. Uh, Bill, you, I, I feel like you might have some Yeah, notes. Bill, I feel like, you, you know, you, you definitely uh, maybe... Is there some piece you wanted to say before we get out of here? America. Fuck yeah. That's it? That's all? <laughs> well, uh, he loved the story, and so did I. So, happy Independence Day, everybody. And uh, hopefully you can go out there, you can blow some shit up, have a great time, set a fire, set an explosion. Uh, remind, you know, remind all of all of uh, the veterans in your area what war is like, as well as uh, scare all the dogs. Yeah, and remember... Um Columbus. Remember Columbus. <laughs> That's what America's all about, Columbus. Not for your habitat recordings.